1: terms and conditions apply
3: all right Jeff Saturday he's the new head coach you've already heard about it he's in Indy town uh they're taking on the Raiders we're going to talk about that I'm on your head it's coming back with James J.J. Jackson straight facts podcast up on game presents you know let's see who he gets on it's going to be interesting Devontae Adams I'm mad him real upset be interesting to see what he had to say um, about the struggles with the Raiders yeah you know it is happening and Russell Wilson Pete Carroll wristbands you'll want to hear about that I'm sure you've heard a little bit about the wristband gate but you know what I'm interested to hear what TJ and Plex have to say about it hour one up on game starting right right
0: now Fox Sports Radio. Radio, radio, Radio this is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone, touchdown, and it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. Ah. <laughs> They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris.
4: Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three
0: of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. Here's pro bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Huchmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris.
5: Hey, you trying to go hunt now.
0: All right,
3: we are live from the tire rack.com studios tire we'll help you get there an unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerackcom the way tire buying should be oh, we got a lot to get to you heard the show intro Shouts out to all our affiliates out there that's representing right now, listening to us. Shouts out to all of the football fans that's sitting there, tailgating, getting ready, hanging out, listening to listening to us. We love putting you up on game. Who's us? You can go to Twitter. It's at TJHushman. Well, was at Hush84, but it is Zada. Uh, you can go to PlexicoBirds. That's at PlexicoBirds. And at Fox Sports Radio. If you missed anything, make sure you check us out. Wherever it is that you download your podcasts and all those good things, all right? We got great content for you. Before we get going, TJ Plexico, <clears throat> how y'all doing, man? How's everything going for y'all this weekend, man? How, how was y'all's week? Man,
5: we What's feel good. On? Like you said, man, it's time to go hunting. Let's hunt this show, baby. Uh, okay. Yeah, we right. good. Ready to rock and roll. Yeah, let's hunt this show. Yeah, all
4: right. Oh, man, I feel great, man. It's a beautiful great. day up here, man. The sun's shining. Okay. You know, I'm sitting shining. sitting here getting ready to have a, you know, great conversation with you fine fellows. And uh, wait Weekend's just getting started, so let's do what we do. I feel good. Weekend's just getting started. Let's just do what we do that's what we do with the smooth sounds of tj
3: hushman's out of and plexico birds as we get ready to jump into the first topic of conversation okay hit the brakes on that because we got to get with this man hey look here jeff saturday He's been introduced. Now, I want to give the soundbite. It's been talked about during the course of the week, but we haven't talked about it. And I want to jump on it. And I know that you and, and, uh, you know, Plex, you and Fred Taylor put in your bids to want to be head coaches. I want to hear all about that. But first, I want to hear y'all's reaction to what Jeff Saturday had to say in his press conference about, well, being the new head coach.
1: I'm completely comfortable in who I am as a man bro. I know I can lead men. I know I know the game of football and I'm passionate about it. I have no fear about are you as qualified as somebody else bro. I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to the playoffs 12 times. I got five dudes in the Hall of Fame that play with you don't think I've seen greatness. You don't think I've seen how people prepare how they coach how they GM how they work. I mean one Super Bowl has been to two like Here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no
3: idea. But I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. I'm going to tell you all this before I turn it over to y'all. I like what he had to say. And, 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 and my, from my perspective, I hope, he, I hope he wins and I hope he has success because that is a football player That is addressing the media as a new coach. That's a football player. We know who he is. He's one of us. The only color connected to success in my book is green, all right, Green is the color connected to my book. So if he's speaking that talk, he's talking that talk. TJ, have you been around Super Bowl winners? Have you been around Hall of Famers? Have you been around good GMs? Have you been around uh, people that know how to win in the NFL? Absolutely. Hey, Plexico, have you been around coaches and players that are going to the Hall of Fame, in the Hall of Fame, uh, won Super Bowl? Oh, hell, you won a Super Bowl. Okay. Mm -hmm. Have you been around the same exact things that, that Jeff Saturday just said in his press conference? Ooh, I can play with six Hall of Famers. Okay, there we go. Okay. So for me, this is why I want to see Jeff Saturday succeed. Because if an owner was bold enough to make this move knowing the type of criticism scrutiny that he was going to get hiring this man. If Jeff Saturday indeed is the person that he says he is and can do the job that he believes he can do, then now the whole entire conversation of how us as former players are treated and looked at, especially upper echelons players, you don't really see no high-profile guys coaching and head coaching teams. But just like things changed with younger head coaches, the Cal Shanahan's, the McVeigh's, the LaFleur's, all these young boys, they had the young boy movement take place, all right? What if jeff saturday 's success, if he indeed has success, ushers in a whole new way of what our narrative is towards former players and their opportunities because to me, I think that includes black players, that includes brown players, that includes white players. I think the color barrier, the racial barrier, goes out of the door because I think I think, think it 's because of the uh, t- the type of 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 reputation some of these former players would have, you know, and that to me, I think now gives gives a whole new light on
5: how you approach it, how you're in a coach. I mean, you can, you, you, you can go so many ways with this, LeVar, because I, I'm in a, a group chat with a lot of players that I played with. Some of the guys, I don't know who they are because I didn't play with them, but the players that are in the group chat played with them, so they added them. It's like 70 of us, bro, so I don't know a lot of these dudes. And one of the dudes, uh, when Saturday got hired, was like, wow, this is a complete joke. I played with him for eight years. This is a complete joke. If he wasn't Peyton Manning Center, nobody would know who he was. Fair. That's what he said. And I thought that was slightly wrong because Jeff Saturday went and played with Green Bay and played well. Peyton can't make the line calls. Peyton's not blocking his guy for him. He he has to do that. Um but th- this is the problem I have. John Lynch goes from working on T V to being a general to, to being a general manager. They say, Oh man, he's really smart. He went to Stanford. Um, I get it. Well, Marcellus Wiley went to Columbia. Why can't he go straight from uh, TV to be a GM? He, he went to Columbia. Well, why mm-hmm. Put him in that position. He went to Columbia. So, in Deion Sanders is a Hall of Famer. Played with many Hall of Famers. He knows how to lead men. He had to go to HBCU. And he's been telling everybody, like, I want to be a head coach, but I'm not going to be the DB coach. I know more than this coach. They 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 threatened by me. He had to go to Jackson State to prove his point. You, you think they're going to get at of him? Nah. But I do hope Jeff Saturday succeeds because of everything you said. I've been offered coaching jobs in the National Football League. And I did an internship, and I'm like, man, the hours that they put in, and you're starting at the bottom. And as a player, we all play for coach like, man, this coach is really damn good. Like, I, this coach, And if you play for coach, you're like, man, this dude don't know what he's doing. He wouldn't know how to get out the front door if you gave him a map of the building. They don't know what they're doing. So it's like we don't want to start at the bottom because we know what we experienced as players. And so this is why I would like to see Jeff Saturday succeed because of everything you said. This may open up Pandora's box to say, wow, these guys can lead men. These guys understand the game of football from all their years of experience. And – now you just hire really good assistant coaches that are just like you. I hope he succeeds. Um, but the opportunity that he received was surprising, but it's not what you know, it's always who you know.
3: Who you know first. Yeah. Mm. Plex. Mm.
4: Come on. Oh man,
5: I was just kinda all over the place when I
4: when I heard that he had been named the head coach of this team and Uh, First of all, with all the new information that that was brought to me, I realized that I was qualified to be an NFL head coach. Absolutely, Plexico. Because I'm saying to myself, uh, how can you undermine my IQ and my intelligence and my knowledge of this football game if you think that I can't put together a band of uh, great men to coach and lead some other great men, then, 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 then that's your opinion. Because, listen. Just like he said, uh, I played at a very high level, he played at a high level. He's been around Hall of Famers, I've been around Hall of Famers. I want a Super Bowl, he wants a Super Bowl. He played for a man, and I played with a man. So I said to myself, I said, man, I might as well just throw my name in a hat and, and see what happens. But we know that that is not the reality of what we are dealing with. And uh, you just mentioned the whole John Lish thing. He went from TV to straight to general manager. I have a friend of mine, Mike Adams, who played 16 years of professional football with the Carolina Panthers. And he put his name in. And it had to be the GM of the Carolina Panthers. And they told him he needed to go back to school to get his master's. Mm-hmm. Now I'm saying to myself, what in the hell does a master's have to do? Nothing. With trying to become a GM. Nothing. Of an organization. You, you know what his master's is? His master's is 16 years of playing professional football. That is his resume. But they told him that he needed his master's. And I'm saying to myself, an interim coach that is hired, it's usually somebody steps in, somebody that's already on the staff. The staff has a lot of great teachers and players that are on that staff. Reggie Wayne. Why wasn't Reggie Wayne good enough? Kevin Mowai, TJ, you mentioned mentioned Gus Bradley, Scotty Montgomery. How does it make those coaches feel when somebody from the outside comes in and takes the helm of an organization of a team and they have no idea what's going on from uh, uh, from a scheme standpoint, offensively and defensively? Yes, you're sitting on TV talking about it, but you're not in the trenches and understand and know exactly what's going on with that team. How do you think those coaches feel? So now they have to regroup and maybe come up with a whole new plan of what they want to do or, or try to be as a team. Their season's already over. But don't you guys look that, at but it? That's if why, you're a that's why but- Jim Ursay made the decision. And secondly, I would think that Roger Goodell would put these rules in place for a reason. But it seems to me that the players, when they break the NFL code of conduct policy or whatever that may be, they break, they, they break the rules. Players receive consequences. It just seems to me the owners, when they, when they break a rule, they do it deliberately, there are no consequences for them. What well, you going to give me a fine? You know what? I, listen, hey, I know I didn't obey the rule as far as interviewing the Rooney rule or whatever the case may be. What are you going to do? Find me? It just seems <laughs> that when they break the rules, there are no consequences for owners. Robert Kraft, jim Mercy uh, Daniel Snyder, all of these owners you know we take a couple of dollars out of your pocket that don't do nothing for them it that goes don't, right that, back that, into that's, building that's not a consequence. Anyway. It goes right back
3: into the building the company anyway. I mean what it, yeah, it, it is, is.
4: That's, that's not a consequence but Based off of the hire that he made and basically the, the ruling rule that's put in place, it should be a, it should be a little higher because
5: the rules were not followed, and I think the, the rules are a little different for interim head coaches. Yes though. when you fire a coach during the season, you can kind of skirt the yeah, rules. you can skirt the rule. yeah, 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 I think it's a little different but but even with that being
4: said, so though, so play, so 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 when the season so when the season is over. Then, Boy, then I think does, they have does to, the and, hiring process start all right, so over again, I'm tell you, I,
3: unless they decide to make him the permanent head coach, then the process starts over. But I believe if they make that coach that was brought in during the interim period of time is made the head coach, I do believe that they're, they're that that's their coach. Like, they don't have to go through – that coach doesn't have to re-interview for the job after the season's over as the interim. They just remove that title from him and make him the, the permanent head coach. I do believe that that's how, how it unfolds. So, that is the loophole
5: of the I mean, hiring but that's, process. That's a
3: hell of a loophole. I mean, you would have hey, to start firing a, guys during a, the season. This is the crazy
5: part, though, is when you're offered – I mean, Jeff Saturday thinks like we think – LaVar, you coached high school. Uh, I've coached high school. I don't know if you have or not, Plex, but a lot of us, because we love football, like, I love football. Like, that's just what it is. We would coach, but you got to start at the basement. And Jeff Saturday wanted to coach. I think he coached high school, too. They weren't going to start him at the basement. They were going to make him an offensive line coach. He didn't want that. He turned that down because he wanted more. He turned it down on more than one occasion because he wanted more, and he waited until he got more. No. till more did, was he, offered he to him. He turned
4: it down because he knows that he has a, 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 a an advantage to push the envelope to become what he wants to become, this to. is what I'll say. What are you what, Sanders, are you, what are you
5: hinting at, hey, If Prime is not a head coach in the National Football League in two years, I know something.
3: I mean, but you I guys, I mean, we
5: got We got to get to a break, but you guys do know that the
3: advantage is his relationship with Jim Irsay. I mean, let's be clear here. We could, like, we could tippy toe and dance around the racial topic oh, of it, or uh, whatever we want to do. But the or whether a guy is more qualified or whatever. But let's be clear here. You made the point earlier, TJ. It is about who you know versus what you know, and, and, and that's the, the order. We know that Jim Ursay has a super healthy infatuation, infinity admiration for Jeff Saturday. We know that. And and that's why he's gotten this opportunity. You want to want, wonder why he waited and said, no, I don't want to be an offensive line coach? Maybe he's sitting there and he's been told, maybe the communication is, if anything doesn't go the way it's supposed to go, we're going to give you the opportunity. Just sit tight. These are the things that take place when you build relationships and, and you become more than just a player on the field that comes and goes. You have conversations. You, hey, I tried to do it with Dan Snyder. It just went the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like – to me, that's what I think is taking place here. A man has been given an opportunity because of the relationship that the things that he's gone through with Ursay. I mean Ursay's only only Super Bowls as a as a owner has been with Jeff Saturday, if I'm if I'm correct. You know, so I think it's that. I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't. I think I'm correct on that. Yeah, one hundred percent, you're correct. You're correct. I, I just think. I just think that that his relationship with Jim Ursay has created a one in a million opportunity. But with that being said, that one in a million opportunity, you're telling me that that there's a there's a player out there. I mean, look at look at Ward Dunn. His relationship was so strong with Arthur Blank that he's in the ownership group now. You know what I mean? This, there, there are moments in time where you can say this is why this guy got the opportunity that he got. I just hope it opens the door up for for bigger conversations for former players and and inclusion of, of what that looks like in terms of opportunities for for, you know, for gigs. There may be a person that somebody is close with in one of these organizations. They need to have the air of the owner. They need to have the air of the people who are making these decisions, whether it's the GM or whatever it may be, and say, bring bring a Willie Anderson to the table. Bring an Achilles Smith to the table. Bring a TJ or a Plexico or whoever it may be. Bring them to the table. You know what he represents to this team and this organization. You know what he represents to the city, and you know that the man understands X's and O's and understands the game. And this is why he should have an opportunity to come in here and legitimately take over this team as a head coach. Like, that's what I'm hoping Jeff Saturday has opened the door up to. And Jeff – I know for me, myself, speaking for myself, I want to speak for everybody, I wish you all the luck in the world, my guy. I hope you get it. I hope you go undefeated the rest of the way, and I hope that they got to sit there and say, dang, Jim Irsay made a hell of a bullish decision, and look at what happened. A former player made this junk happen, made the action happen. Anyway, you're listening up on game. We're late as hell. We're going to get to a break. On the other side, we're going to get to I'm on your head, obviously, J.J. James Jackson of Straight Facts Podcast. He's going to join us. be interesting to hear what he has to say. All right, it's fine. Fox Sports Radio. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
6: Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed
1: 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: All right, welcome back in to the up-on game. We're live from the TireRack.com studio. Make sure you check out TireRack, all right? You know, also, you got to think about the Fox Sports Radio tailgate. Pretty dope presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of a live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. You want to experience that. It makes the most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by Lifetime Warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at Big Egg. Or excuse me, BigGreenEgg.com. That's BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime Warranty. Free home delivery. BigGreenEgg.com. Ilo. Let's get an update, man. Let's see what's going on. These games are off and running. What, what what's going on? Who's doing what right now?
7: Number two Ohio State is doing this against Indiana. Luke
3: Whippler over the ball snaps to CJ Stroud, who's gonna put it in the air. Fires in the end zone. Caught by Emeka Ebuka for a six-yard touchdown catch. Emeka Ebuka from CJ Stroud and the Buckeyes on the board leading six-nothing.
7: I'm telling you, I just can't get over those dulcet tones, Lavar. That's <laughs> I mean, Paul Keel.
3: It's getting boring. While watching how bad Ohio State beats people. Yeah, That's a good I point.
7: Paul Keels, WBNS, Ohio State, a 7-0 lead over Indiana midway through the first quarter. Fifth-ranked Tennessee, up 7-0 over Missouri midway through the first quarter. Seventh-ranked LSU, scoreless at Arkansas 10 minutes in. Number 20, Notre Dame, a 7-0 lead at Navy. That game being played at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. Five and a half left to play in the first. Number 21, Illinois, up 7-0 over Purdue 10 minutes in and Vanderbilt a 7-3 lead at number 24 Kentucky 10 minutes into the first quarter. Now interesting story this morning in the National Football League that uh, the triumphant that does this show would take a significant interest in being former NFL stars. NFL Players Association president J.C. Treader this morning issued a statement calling for the immediate replacement and ban of all silt film turf. Silt film turf is a type of synthetic turf that Treder says is associated with higher injury rates than all other types of surfaces. Tretter says that silt film turf is used in the home stadiums of the Saints, Vikings, Bengals, Colts, Lions, Giants and Jets. Meanwhile, in Major League Baseball, ESPN reported this morning that Houston Astros reliever Rafael Monteros agreed to a three-year $34 million extension. NBA on Friday night, the Sacramento Kings defeated the Lakers in Los Angeles 120-114. to Lakers without LeBron James <laughs> because of a groin injury. I
5: knew you was going to laugh.
7: Yeah, so they are now 2-10 on a five-game losing streak. Meanwhile, Jeez. Steph Curry dropped 40 as Golden State best in Cleveland 106 to 101. And with that, fellas, continue the discussion. Back to you. Thanks, GOAT. Thanks, go. We appreciate that. Damn that's right, Isaac Damn Lowe
3: right. That's right. That's Isaac Lowen on our, our trending and our update. Isaac uh, Lowen Cron. Yeah, that's right. Do it one more time. Yeah. Isaac Lowen Cron. Yeah, that's the, right. Do the, it one more time, man. <laughs> Isaac Lowen Cron. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, wow. it's Ilo. It's Ilo. He He's the man. Funny. All right. So let's jump. I mean, before we jump into, into our. Uh, it took, uh, this week's, I'm, I'm on your head. Uh, what do you guys feel about the, the turf? What do you guys like? It said the Giants and it said the Bengals, which is both, you know, <laughs> respectively, you know, outside of Steelers. That, that's your teams. What, what do you guys feel about that? Do you have any feelings on the turf?
5: I don't know what's the difference. Um, I, I, if I knew the difference, I, I would speak more on it. I'll be honest, and we all come from this. We had the astroturf, yeah, the I the on Astro turf. fall yeah. on that and get that turf burn and get in the shower and be like, "Holy oh, Lord!" That was
3: your whole
4: rookie year, right? <laughs> so,
5: man, so I, I played it. Uh, I, I was in Three Rivers my rookie year. I, right. I played on that. that. Much worse than that, right? we, we played on that. So when the turf came out, that is what it is now. I was like, "Wow, this is great." So I I don't have a problem with it. I didn't have a pro. I preferred playing on that a lot. I wouldn't slip. I knew I wasn't slipping on a route. Mm-hmm. Um, I get on that. Guys are getting injured from it, but I, I don't. I can't speak on that because I, I I didn't have the injuries. My my I didn't tear a knee or an Achilles or just have a non-contact injury. But if that is what's going on. And obviously, is in certain cases they need to fix that, man. You 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 need to fix that. If yeah. There's a better synthetic turf. Just fix it. If you can go grass, just go grass. I wonder what the price <laughs> point is on those turf. That
4: hey, turf you would say the same thing, about.
5: man. The uh, one of the main
4: reasons for the field turf is one of one of the main reasons is that the owners save a lot of money because they don't have to have a groundskeeper, grounds crew. It doesn't have to be. Uh, uh, kept up and and all of those things, so it saves them a ton of money. But at the same time, why wouldn't you want your players to be on the best possible surface? Uh, you know, for your corporation or for your job, and you may, maybe hey, you'll find a couple hundred thousand dollars to like. get a, a, to get a to get a certain turf that is not the best for your team. Like, uh, why would you do that? And I'll say this: I play different brand of football on grass than I do turf. Grass is one of those things that gives you can be more free. You can be you can be uh, you know, more. You can be out of control and still uh, you know uh, you know keep yourself away from injury. Far as turf in Giant Stadium. I don't know what it was, but on the both sides of the end zone, when it, when it got to December, in January, and the back of those corners, those end zones was frozen. When you went up to catch a football and your head hit that turf, oh, you felt it. So the the grass is a lot more giving than any turf is. I don't care what anybody says. That's
5: probably the biggest uh, difference is when you hit the ground with your head. That for sure. It doesn't matter uh, cold or not cold. When you land on that, it's different than grass because grass is natural. Awfully a softer. So for me, but again, when we were playing, it wasn't too much on a head injury type of thing. Um, but yes, right now in today's game, just for the head, you you, you should go grasp because even say, just say it's not a difference. Just say it's not mentally for the players. It's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what happens.
3: Uh, I find it to be interesting, um, you know. People have played on different surfaces. Hell, I played on, we played on concrete when we were kids. I mean, you know, but I get it. I get that it's a big money Mm -hmm. sport and that the players should be protected and taken care of. So, I get it. Um, And whatever that that ends up being, hopefully uh, they get it rectified so that it's to the benefit of of the health and wealth of the players. I could dig it. I could dig it. And speaking of a difference, let's get to this week's I'm On Your Head. Oh,
0: yeah. It's over like this. I'm on your head with James Jackson. It's
8: really hard to get rid of bad stigma in the NFL. I mean, when you've been the laughingstock of a league for years and years, people don't really want to believe you when you start to turn it around. But after beating the Buffalo Bills last week, the New York Jets are here to demand your respect. And for those of you who still don't want to believe, I'm on your head. Time to clear the runway, y'all, because the Jets are about to take off. Now, how about this? After nine weeks, the Jets are 6-3, and second in the AFC East, and just knocked off one of the, if not the best team in the NFL last week. And people are still doubting them? Man, it's time to wake up. Some of these teams thought it was going to be a smooth ride playing the Jets and just ran into some major turbulence. And y'all know what happens when you run into turbulence up there in the air, right? It gets shaky, baby. Now, the offensive development is really nice to see. Seems like guys like Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson are coming along nice. My guy, Brees Hall, was having a breakout rookie season before he got hurt. He'll be back. Just know that. But it's really the defense that's got opposing quarterbacks lost in the sauce. I mean, literally, because that brother won't even let you catch an attitude on the offensive end. Among DBs in the league this year, here's where Sauce Gardner ranks. Fifth best in yards per target, fourth best in catch rate, and third best in passes defended as a rookie. I mean, lockdown type stuff. This is winning football we're seeing from the New York Jets right now. But for some reason, I see a lot of people out there who don't want to give them their credit. I mean, I'm going to have to ask the stewardess to hand out pillows and blankets the way y'all are sleeping on the Jets right now. They're on their bye week this week, but they still have teams like the Bills, the Vikings, the Dolphins, and the Seahawks waiting for them. So there's still opportunity for this team to prove themselves with more good wins this season. And please don't let them do it. Because I'm telling y'all now, make sure your trade tables are put away. Your seats are in upright and locked positions because the Jets are ascending. And for those of you who are stuck at the airport right now trying to figure out how to catch the next flight because you missed this one, I don't even feel bad for you. I'm on your head.
3: Mm. Okay. I mean, I think that's pretty good there, JJ. Mm -hmm. Y'all can make sure y'all check out James Jackson at Straight Facts Podcast on Up On Game Presents. Yeah, I mean, fellas, are they the real deal? I think I feel like Robert Salah has, Uh has earned the right to say he's pulling his receipts out.
4: Are they the real deal? I'm just go out the window. That... Nah. Uh oh. Nah. I'm, I'm I'm not buying it. I, no. I just I'm just not buying it because I'm looking at the game that the Buffalo Bills played last and It's probably the one of the worst games that they played. Josh Allen what, threw for two or three interceptions, only 180 yards passing, and then for the for the New York Jets. Uh, there's going to be a time where we, we had the same conversation last year with Ryan here. There's going to be ha- a time where Jack, Zach Wilson is going to have to throw the football, and win you a football game, and I just don't believe he can get it done. Where he, he throws for what, 136 yards last week, goes five for 13 on third down, and you're telling me that the New York Jets are for real? I don't believe so. I think the I think the Buffalo Bills win the, They still win the division. The Jets just the, the Jets just lost to the. Patriots two weeks ago, they still have to go to Foxborough. And I believe that the wild card team will come out of the AFC West. So if the Jets don't win the division, I don't believe that, that they will make it into the playoffs. But, you know, uh, Brees Hall tore his ACL a few weeks ago, so that really, you know, hurt them in the running game. I believe that they, they do have a stout defense, a young defense, but we're talking about offensively. Can this man drop back and throw the ball 30 times again? He threw the ball 25 times last week. And the week before that, I think that they threw the ball 50, 55 times. And just, you know, looking at the game last week versus the Bills, they really kind of took the ball out of his hands. And they're really extended running plays with the back running flares off to the flat, throwing a little under-crossing routes. He's not throwing the ball 20, 25 yards on the football field. These passes that he is throwing, they're just an extension of the running game, like a toss sweep. But they go under the record as a pass. So, don't get this whole thing, Mr. Stu, just it goes because it's 6 the record six and three. as a what? It goes on the record as a pass. So if <laughs> you said no, it with a no. whole lot more base the first time, no. What, what I'm saying is he's standing in the shotgun. He has two backs on each side. It's really if a you, run play, but yeah, if you pitch, it, if you as pitch a it, it's a rush. <laughs> yeah. But if he throws it, it's a pass. So it's just an extension of a running game. It's not like he's really drop back dropping back. And breaking down and reading defense and delivering football. So,
5: you you know what this is, right? You guys know what this version of the Jets is. is. All it is is uh, Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez. Back then, it's the same version of it. It's the same version. Let's run the ball. Let's play great defense. We got a quarterback drafted in the top five. Let's limit what he does and hope he doesn't lose us the game. That's what they're doing. And it's effective. They're playing great defense. We need to give Robert Salah credit because the Bills were rolling. And I believe Josh Allen was like 18 for 35 with 205 yards passes, no touchdowns, two interceptions. What? With Josh Allen? So defensively, they're not playing a lot of man-to-man. Sauce Gardner was a man-to-man corner in college. They're playing a lot of cover three. Robert Salah is a good coach. If Zach Wilson can actually drop back, read defense and play the quarterback position like they need him to play, the Jets are going to be scary. But I'm with plaques. They're not going to make the playoffs. Oh, the wow. wild card is coming out of the AFC West and the AFC North. So... What AFC West team is going to be the wild card? Uh, the Chargers. Mm. The Chargers. And I said the same as that. Now, I say the Chargers tongue-in-cheek because, again... The
8: Chargers, go! Brandon now,
5: St- Staley is a defensive coach that coaches a team that can't play defense. I make that make sense. I don't understand it. But the Jets, they're impressive. And then, hold up, I could be wrong on that also with the wild card because I like the Dolphins to get in the playoffs and the Bills going to win that division if Josh Allen doesn't miss too many games because I'm familiar with this injury. Carson Palmer had this. My last year with the Bengals, never forget it. Never forget it. I'm like, man, this dude done got hurt, and I'm about to be a free agent after this year. <laughs> yeah, that's all you do, <laughs> dude. I'll never forget. I'll never man. forget that. But but hold up though, Plex. Brian Fitzpatrick was a quarterback. Had 96 catches after 13 games with him. Mm, he you had 96 catches after 13 games with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So we we got it done from a <laughs> statistical standpoint. But I'm very familiar with the injury that Josh has because Carson went through this. I don't know if he can come back from this, man. Like during All the I season. Know is they might struggle. If they don't have Josh Allen, they, they might struggle. no. It ain't no might. They, they like are the going to struggle. Sh- they will struggle. The you said might. It, it, it. now, it if Josh Allen misses six weeks, which he probably should, uh then the, the Jets Dolphins, are going to win the – the, No, gonna the Dolphins are going to win that division, and the Jets no. should get in as a wild card, or they will battle that AFC West team for a wild card. But I like what Robert Salah has done. And Plex is right. You you lose Brees Hall, they need to be able to throw the ball and get chunks of yardage in the passing game without being afraid that Zach Wilson is going to mess this up. Zach Wilson is going to make a bad play. That's mm-hmm. what they're missing right now. But defensively, give him credit because – them dudes play fast they play aggressive they play smart and that's a tribute to their coach well speaking of coaches and players uh Russell Wilson uh
3: Pete Carroll the shots are continuing to be thrown and shot and fired and all that good stuff we're going to talk don't about like that. each other yeah i mean well the ammunition this time is wristbands you're listening to up on game (laughs) that's tj hushman's out of plexico birds i'm lavar harryton we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back fox sports radio
1: Terms and conditions
3: apply. Welcome back into the Up On Game Live. The TireRack.com studio. It's LaVar Arrington, TJ Hushman's Odds, Plexico Burst. Make sure you check us out. Uh, Real quick we got a little bit of time before we we end the hour. It's been a strong hour. If you miss anything, make sure you go uh, listen for it, Uh, especially the Jeff Saturday conversation. That was pretty interesting. Um, Guys, another interesting conversation. Uh, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, the whole wristband situation. Here's what Coach Pete Carroll had to say about wristband usage.
4: If you notice you know it's
3: going off the off the wristband, that's a big help. It's 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 smoothed things out, sped things up, cleaned things up and, and that's that's part of it too and, and you know we we never did that before. I mean, there was resistance to that so we didn't do that before. Oh well, there was resistance to that so we didn't do that before. Okay, Ooh. that got that got to your boy Russell Wilson all the way in Denver. Um here's what Russell Wilson had to say about it.
0: I don't know exactly what he said, but, but I, I think, you know, won a lot of games there without one on the wrist. I didn't know uh, winning or losing mattered if you wore a wristband or not.
3: Okay, it does. I mean, winning and losing can be decided on on clarity and accuracy and execution. You save time. Um, it keeps your thoughts organized. And, and instead of having to, to go through the mental gymnastics of memory um, you can just look at your, your wristband. I, I, for one, I remember and recall um, there being a stigma connected to certain guys who wore wristbands that they weren't smart enough to know the plays, understand the plays. I find that to be a tad bit preposterous. Some guys do have bad memory, but, I mean, we all can admit and say, if if you have the opportunity to look down at your plays,
5: you can focus in on what you need to think about what you're going to do versus other things and lose time that way. It's, it's not so much understanding or remembering the plays. It's like some plays are 10, 11 words, and so when he, especially if it's a check with me, so right. they'll say, uh, F motion, the trip's right, run. 363 F angle. And then you got to repeat that to right. the play caller. Why not just put it on the wristband and read and give uh, the number 33 and you read the play out. It makes right. so much sense to do it that way. The fact that they didn't do it that way is like, huh? But and we won a lot guys,
3: and I know you're going to jump in on this uh plex but don't you find that to be a little bit telling that that Russell Wilson confirmed it? Like, that to me is crazy. Like, he confirmed got, it. Like, we want to
4: a I don't give a damn if you got a wristband on or not. Give Marshawn Lester football. We wouldn't be having this conversation.
5: <laughs> Dude, it's like, damn, I don't, wristband. I, I don't understand why they didn't have it. I don't know why Russell doesn't like it. And then, you know, him and Pete Curl really just don't get along. It just shows you how toxic the relationship was this last year because now they taking shots at each other and they don't care. They I don't, don't care. On. They're taking shots at each other and they don't care. For Pete Carroll to say, oh, we couldn't do it. And then Russell, oh, we won a lot of games. Like, they're being I mean, passive could you aggressive. They might have won more
3: games. They might have won more games if he had that
4: wristband on. <laughs> Man, we got, we got, listen, listen, we got a long play, long play. Listen, 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 we got zero on. Two thirty-eight, Max Bastard, X Stark, Post Z, Comeback, A Snow, We got Kill Kill, Forty Draw, exactly. Daytona, Daytona, Exactly, figure that, that out, out. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You, you need yeah. a wristband and, for that. And
3: Remember that, remember that one. <laughs> Coming back, hour two, up on gang. We'll be right back, Fox Force Radio.
6: Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul. Sum 41, 30 seconds to Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey
1: guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere.